2: Hello friends, by now you've heard me talk about the new brand of water that looks like tall boys of beer, Liquid Death. This crisp, refreshing mountain spring water from the Alps that comes in still, sparkling, and three unique flavors is by far and away the best brand of water on the market. One of my favorite aspects of Liquid Death is that most water companies use plastic bottles, which is beyond terrible for the environment. Most of the plastic you throw into a recycling bin actually just gets sent to a landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. But aluminum is infinitely recyclable and profitable for recycling facilities, hence why Liquid Death uses aluminum cans. Most importantly, the water tastes great. I can't get enough of the lime sparkling water, and my family has been drinking them nonstop. It's always fun seeing our sons get crazy looks as they are downing tall boys out in public as well. If you haven't tried Liquid Death yet, what are you waiting for? You can get Liquid Death at your local Target, Walmart, or 7-Eleven, or find a Liquid Death retailer near you using their store locator at liquiddeath.com slash packaday. That's liquiddeath.com slash packaday.
3: 20 minutes a day. 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast
4: welcome everybody to the saturday edition of the pack a day podcast i will be your host today eli berkovitz i am joined by jen uh janelle Mackey, as always and unfortunately matt fralick will not be joining us today but uh Jen and I will bring you all the news on the Packers and Cowboys injury report heading into Sunday's big matchup against Dallas and Mike McCarthy returning to Green Bay. So before we get to that, though, Jen, what's going on? How's your week been? How are you feeling about this uh, big reunion coming up this weekend?
1: Yeah, I mean, we didn't have uh, any kids on Monday, but the short weeks always feel like the longest week. So I'm very glad to finally make it to Friday Um, yeah, I'm actually, you know, before the season started, this was a game that I genuinely wanted to go to because I thought it'd be a really good game between, you know, the return of Mike McCarthy and the Packers at Lambeau. Um, I'm still kind of hoping that that's the game it is, even though the last five weeks have kind of given us indications where, you know, it might be like the Mike McCarthy revenge game more so, but I'm still looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to hopefully there's some kind of little... Tribute to McCarthy. I mean, he did a lot of really great things here in Green Bay. Despite the way that things ended, I still have the utmost respect for him. So I'm very much looking forward to this game. And just like every Sunday, I'm just excited to watch my team. No matter what happens, I'll still love them. But, I mean, we're doing injury report today, and it's like, oh, my goodness, what kind of team are we even going to have coming out onto the field on Sunday? I have no idea.
4: (laughs) Yeah, for real. I mean, I have – I have been, you know, even just uh, on Packaday doing what we've been doing, the injury report for, like, at least this whole season, maybe last year too. But just in life, seeing the injury report of the Packers have been a pretty injured team throughout, I think, most of uh, the Aaron Rodgers era. I really don't think I've ever seen a longer injury report.
1: I I legit – so, like, I always have the injury report tab up on my computer and I refreshed it. I literally thought that I accidentally opened up the roster –
4: yeah, right. That's so what I thought. Like, like, I just, name,
1: it's literally like the roster. Like, it would be easier to write who is not injured yeah, <laughs> than yeah, really. it would I mean,
4: be to write. like and somehow every single name here is essentially a starter. Whether, whether I mean, it seems mostly offense, honestly, but also some key defensive players – even Mason Crosby made his way onto the injury report this week, which is pretty yeah, rare. All
1: all phases of the game are involved in the injury report yeah, today. It's I'm particular. just waiting to see like
4: a coach on there. That's the only thing we're missing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. I guess let's let's just jump into it because also the, the Cowboys also have a pretty long injury report themselves with a couple of uh, key names. So let's just start out there. Of course, running back Ezekiel Elliott has been dealing with a knee injury for a while, but He's currently questionable. They're saying it's a game-time decision. Um, That could go either way, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. Tony Pollard has been pretty good. So Zeke really hasn't. So maybe him coming in wouldn't be the worst thing for the Packers. But, uh, Jen, I assume assume you'd probably be okay if Zeke were to sit out this game.
1: Yeah, I mean – I always say I want their best versus our best, but given <laughs> no, I, everything the last five weeks, I yeah, mean, yeah. I not, having, take
4: a break. Yeah. not
1: having to worry about Elliott would definitely be huge. But at the same time, like you said, Tony Pollard, he's also been an effective running back. And I mean, I still would like to think that I have faith in this defense to be able to stop Elliott, but I don't want him to come in and have like a blow up game at Lambeau. I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see it. You know, he, he's still a great running back. So, yes, I like when the best versions of each team are on the field. But I also will not be like upset if Elliott <laughs> sits out this game. But
4: yeah, I mean, somehow you know, you'll get. It is it.
1: what it is. I mean, we got the game where Swift came back with the Lions. So, yeah, class, I mean, it's. I'm just immediate. gonna assume yeah. that he'll play and.
4: Yeah, that's really been the Packers' luck this year. We have games like that where guys get healthy, and then you look at the team like the Vikings. We're about to play the Bills, likely without Josh Allen, or not likely, yeah. at least very possibly. <laughs> this will be the fourth game this season the Vikings have played against a backup quarterback, which is really quite disturbing. But let's not talk about that team in um, that terrible state. I don't know who would want to live there. Gross. Um Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota's
1: people that live there, you know, just – Ugh, <laughs> Everyone's least favorite.
4: <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, if I had to like talk to anyone from Minnesota, I'd be so nauseous. Uh, good thing oh, I never. did. bucket. That. Sorry. <laughs> um, but one there is one player on the Cowboys injury report that has already been ruled out, and he is a familiar face to the Green Bay Packers. That is Anthony. Speaking Barr. of
2: Minnesota. <laughs>
4: exactly. Speaking of Minnesota, Anthony Barr, just you know, a really, really, really good guy. Anthony
1: Barr is somebody who I, you know, he was a guy where I was like, I don't want to play against him, so, like, let's sign him.
4: Exactly. Look, I wouldn't have been upset (laughs) as long as it wasn't, like, being overpaid because I do think he's a little overrated. But, yeah, I just didn't want to deal with him because, look, I know everyone has their opinions about that play, but I refuse to believe anything other than the fact that it was not needed. Did he know he would break his collarbone? I doubt it, but it was not needed. Either way, Anthony Barr will not be playing this week for the Cowboys – Uh, But everyone else, I mean, I won't go through everyone, but some of the key names like Micah Parsons, Dalton Schultz, uh, Kevante Turpin, who's their really good returner, should be interesting to see if the Packers can actually tackle someone on special teams. And then... Jake Ferguson, who I could be wrong, Jen, that's Wisconsin. Type
1: Fergie, I, I love so him.
4: So he will be playing, I'm sure, Jen and all other Wisconsin fans. Gary Alvarez's him.
1: grandson, as he's more famously known as.
4: Obviously. I mean, who doesn't know? What'd you say, Gary Alvarez? Barry. Barry Alvarez. Sure yes. I know who that is.
1: Oh, my gosh, you non-Badger fan. <laughs>
4: I'm not – look, what am I going to do? I'm a Notre Dame. I'm, I'm both Notre Dame and Wisconsin, but more Notre Dame. That's no, Barry
1: Alvarez, big name at Wisconsin, oh. you know, former. Yeah. I mean, he just, you know, stepped down as the AD, but very heavily involved in Wisconsin. So, Jake Ferguson, who went through the program, believe he actually wore 87. I could be totally wrong on that.
4: but um, Now I'm very curious. What, at Wisconsin or yeah. in Dallas? At
1: Wisconsin, uh, I don't think for Dallas, but no, he, he
4: wore at Wisconsin. He wore number eighty-four. So both eighty-seven, and was it was
1: someone point. else who was thinking who wore eighty-seven, but
4: <laughs> Jordy um, Nelson got him.
1: <laughs> at yes, <laughs> Jordy Nelson, the Kansas State wore eighty-seven for exactly. the Boston Badgers. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, it is interesting seeing both their tight ends because I don't know who else they have on the depth chart there, but both full practice friday with ferguson and schultz
4: yeah so yeah so we'll be seeing both of them obviously schultz is at the very least a a pretty decent tight end and ferguson uh has made some plays this year so
1: schultz is like he seems like he's very up and down in consistency and i don't know if that's a target thing because i obviously haven't like looked into that but as a fantasy owner of him very inconsistent (laughs) performances.
4: I mean, yeah, most of the knowledge we get of other of other teams is through fantasy, and yes. yeah, he is a kind of guy who, some games, he'll just get eight Wait. targets. Okay.
1: I'm sorry, this like just because I'm looking at the injuries, Donovan Wilson, their safety with a tooth injury.
4: No I don't way. think I mean, I've, I've see
1: ever that. seen somebody listed for uh, a tooth.
4: That, that is wild. awesome. I've never seen that. I mean, like, but, not awesome
1: that he's like, yeah. injured, but like. I have literally never seen that before in my life.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that that is new. I've never seen a tooth injury reported on the injury report. Um, Well, coming from someone who's had plenty of tooth injuries, they're very annoying, so I wish you the best of luck, uh, Mr. Wilson. But, yeah, that that basically covers the Cowboys injury report. Another name that was uh, on the report but will be playing is Malik Hooker, the safety, uh, pretty solid player. So he'll be playing – but now let's let's get to the fun part of this, which is the Packers. And okay, let's uh, let's start on the defensive side of the ball. I think there's less names there, and I think there's the first name we got to talk about, Eric Stokes. Unlikely to play the rest of the season, Jen. What was you know when we knew we knew the injury seemed kind of serious with the way Lafleur was talking last week. Now seeing that he's likely done for the year. You know, what do you think they do in the secondary from that? And just for Stokes moving forward in his career, obviously it's it's a real bummer. He was a good young player, and I just hope he's back to start next season and uh, doesn't miss a beat.
1: Yeah, it's obviously unfortunate because, you know, we know what Eric Stokes brought to the table last year, and I know that things – you know, he wasn't really living – he was kind of in like that second-year slump almost just yeah. because he had such a good first year that – um, this year just wasn't comparing to that, but it's still huge to lose him in that secondary. So it's like, kind of like, okay, well, at least you still have Jair and you have um, Douglas, but then you kind of look and it's like, okay, does that mean Nixon is going to kind of step up? And is he going to take, you know, more snaps there? Or are you going to shift Douglas and Jair? Are you going to shift their roles around? So I assume that you will see more Nixon now, But Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it's unfortunate because Stokes is somebody who's been familiar and really earned that spot for himself. But hoping what is it's like kind of knee, ankle injury, um, those are always tough. But I'm assuming or like I'm hoping that um, it won't be something that sets him back too much. And like it is nicer that he's younger. So hopefully that means his body will heal up a little bit quicker and more successfully, but every injury is different and you just kind of hope for the best with him and it, yeah, I mean, I know this season has just been absolutely insane, but to now add all these injuries to it and losing a starter like Eric Stokes, that's huge. But luckily we have seen really good flashes from Nixon. So that is promising if he's the one who kind of steps into that role or takes more of those snaps because of Eric Stokes' absence.
4: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think Nixon's obviously going to have to step up, and um, I'm sure anyone who either watches open book or follows uh, Zach Jacobson will have seen. Uh, Darnell Savage will hopefully get some snaps at the nickel in the slot. That would allow Douglas and Jair to stay on the outsides. And also, I just think the Packers, I mean, we got to see what Savage can do in a little bit of a different position because right now it's not really going great at safety, so we'll see what they do with that. But another another big part of this defense, Devondre Campbell ruled out and fellow inside linebacker Chris Barnes. It says oh – yeah, questionable. I meant doubtful, sorry. So Chris Barnes is doubtful. Devondre Campbell already ruled out. That's going to leave the Packers with rookie Quay Walker, Isaiah McDuffie, and Eric Wilson at inside linebackers. So it's going to be a challenge for sure, and I just think it's going to be – Really, a chance for Quay Walker two weeks in a row to show what he can do, kind of running this defense. So, yeah, that's that, yeah, that's definitely going to be an interesting thing to watch. And also, Isaiah McDuffie, who's actually been outperforming, overperforming, I think, than a lot of people's expectations. It'll be fun to see him uh, play another extended role.
2: And definitely then,
1: it is unfortunate. You know, Barnes just came back, yeah, from injury, and now I mean, he's out with concussion. He's not practicing. He's doubtful with that, and with the with the league being extra cautious after everything that happened, like it's really not expected that if he's doubtful today on Friday, that he plays on Sunday with a concussion.
4: Yeah, no, I would not expect Barnes to play. So yeah, just, I would say get ready to see a lot of uh, Quay Walker, obviously, and Isaiah McDuffie, but another name to watch out for newly signed safety. Jonathan Abram does have experience at inside linebacker. I wouldn't necessarily expect that he's going to be thrown out there so quickly, but Maybe maybe they could work him into that uh, into the inside linebacker group, if uh, with Campbell and Barnes likely out, and then the uh, the only other uh, player on the defense already ruled out is cornerback Shamar Jean Charles, who has been a, a nice staple on the special teams. Um, he's missing now, I believe, his second consecutive game. Hopefully, we get him back soon. But uh, let's let's turn things over real quick to the offense and specifically the offensive line. Looking at David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins. So uh Jen with Elton, it looks like completely off the injury report. Oh no, he's there, but he is he's expected to play. He's no longer uh he doesn't have any designation. And Bakhtiari is questionable.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
4: so you know, how does that make you feel? I mean, I guess most importantly, Bakhtiari just every time it seems like he's back. Like last week he was playing, it seemed like the whole the whole beginning of the game, the first three quarters he played, then he was out. He was on the bike. I mean, where, where is your head at right now with Bakhtiari and his knee? I mean, how do you feel about all that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I will never be upset at somebody for their injury. Obviously, like, you can't help the injury. But yeah. the frustrating part is, like, the carousel that we have of, like, okay, well, he he played one quarter and then he was off for two and then he comes back for a fourth. It's like it gets really tough in a lot of aspects of the game, just the inconsistency, and it's like – if David can be out there, like you want Bakhtiari out there, if you can have him, but it also just, you know, it, it gets really hard to keep moving guys around. And then, you know, not having somebody in there for all four quarters gets really, really tough. And it's like Zach Tom, who's had to come in and kind of step in um, which, you know, he's doing his best in there, but obviously it's different having Zach Tom versus <clears throat> David Bakhtiari. And then it's kind of, you know, it's it's tough when you, like, there's other guys who you feel like you could trust in that position, but you can't put Zach Tom anywhere else, really, except for, no. you know, maybe he's listed as the second center. So it's like you could put Elton Jenkins or you could put Yash Nye in there, but because you don't have backup, like, what is, you can't move Zach Tom into either of those. Therefore, Zach Tom needs to stay at that left tackle, which can be really, really tough. But luckily he has... As long as Elton Jenkins is playing, he has Elton to his right, which is really nice. And then you have Josh yeah, yeah. kind of ho- hopefully locking down the right side with Runyon. But, I mean, yeah, it's just – I feel like we talk so much about the offensive line every week that we do this injury report, and I just – I cannot wait for the day that we see them off the report and that we'll they're say, just healthy. We'll, we'll that
4: we don't see them at all would be perfect. Right, yeah. Report, yeah. Obviously, not in general, yeah. but yeah. Don't <laughs> no, worry. But
1: I, I know what you meant, but it's like, yeah. and it's, it's either like, you know, Elton's fine one week and then Bakhtiari is the one who is. Yeah. It's, level, just, it's, but like but it's like musical cheers. Year, yeah, no, yeah. Every
4: week. One of them's good. Then I think the only week this year where we thought they were both going to be good immediately, it was bad. So it's just been, it's been stressful. But like you said, yeah. to start off, like the one thing that, Kind of drives me nuts when I see, let's say, on Twitter or anywhere else, like people that try to blame, let's say, specifically Bakhtiari. It's just it's like, what are you going to do? The guy tore his ACL. He didn't go out there like, you know what I want to do today? I'm going to tear my ACL like he did not do it on purpose. And this is what it is. You know, it's 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 really rough. It's terrible to see Bakhtiari was, you know, obviously, in most people's opinion, the best left tackle in football. On his way to an, an incredible career. And it's not like that's complete. I mean, it's obviously been a bit of a speed bump, but I just don't I don't understand people who want to like bash them for being injured. Then they play extremely physical sport, stuff like this happens, but it's nice to see him battling through it. And hopefully he'll be out there this week and it'll be great to see him play the whole game. But like you said, if not, uh the Packers do have some options that they can make work. But um Jen moving to you know, at least I think in both of our opinions, maybe the most important player on the offense, maybe the most important player on the team, Aaron Jones, who was in a walking boot after last week's game versus the Lions, and there was some concern about his status this week, is no longer on the injury report, which is, I mean, he's on the, he's, he has no designation, uh, so that's great to see. Do you expect him to be out there, uh, you know, full amount of snaps? Not that we know what that even is anymore.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, what is full snaps? Exactly, like, I was, <laughs> exactly.
4: I was talking to someone and I was like, well, if he's limited, it's going to be like three carries. But if it's full go, it'll be like six. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's obviously great to see him likely active. Do you expect with, let's say, Romeo Dobbs, who is the only player on the offense already ruled out, um, do you expect, you know, Aaron Jones and maybe even A.J. Dillon and the tight ends, just other guys, to get more involved in the pass game because they're not going to have Dobbs, they're not going to have Cobb. Watkins is still kind of working himself back. Amari Rogers was a late addition today to the injury report with a hamstring. So, are you are you going to be looking at tight ends and running backs to make some catches this week?
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate.
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
5: You may start noticing that there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps and it's called liquid death. Now, why call this water liquid death? Well, Mostly because it's going to brutally murder your thirst and their infinitely recyclable. Tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. I have a can of liquid death right here and I'm able to open and take a drink from that. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And it looks just like water. One thing that I actually like to do is have people that don't know it's water. So you just give them one and they think they're getting a beer and all of a sudden it's actually better for them. It's a nice given thing of water, their help. You can drink it at 9 a.m. You can drink it at school. You can drink it at drink it in public. Do whatever you want with this little bottle of goodness right here. Go get your Liquid Death today at your local Woodman's, 7-Eleven, Roundies or Hy-Vee. Or just find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash packaday. That's liquiddeath.com slash a day.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, Aaron Jones is the center or he should be the centerpiece of this offense. Um, even if even banged up, I mean, it depends on kind of where his ankle's at. Obviously, like your ankle is an important part of being able to juke and someone, someone. Like, Yeah, adjust <laughs> and change direction and all that stuff. But hopefully, um he's still able to carry some of the workload because yeah, I mean, not only are we struggling in the receiver room but Aaron Rodgers with the right thumb injury I mean we could see that that was kind of causing him problems you could kind of see the wincing after throws against the Lions game when they would pan over to him and I think it maybe is more of a problem than what we're um kind of being perceived so I think it'll definitely help to hopefully have Aaron Jones healthy, ready to go. I know he's been listed as limited practice all week, but that hopefully is just precautionary. Um, sounds like the tests were all okay. So that's really, really good. Um, yeah, I would love, I mean, I can't even remember the last time, like Mercedes Lewis was targeted, not that he's like a big target, but it's like, there's so many people who just aren't getting it done that, Mm -hmm. Like, why why not just try and, like, get Big Dog a little bit more involved? And, I mean, it's been really nice to see Robert Tunyon, who obviously he came into the season banged up with a knee injury. Oh. I mean, just a lot of injuries. And he kind of seems to be back in his groove, back to who Tunyon is. And, I mean, I think it'd be really good to kind of hit um, – I know. you Can you hear my cat scratching? I'm very sorry. Oh,
4: is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, was I know.
1: Good. I'm, like – Sorry, everybody. That's no, right,
4: because actually my dog is also scratching, so I was nervous you'd be able to hear No, her. it's
1: it's Loki. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, no. he just, Look,
4: Jen, God your, forbid, your I spent two seconds
1: away. <laughs>
4: your cats are a part of the Packaday family. Don't feel bad. I just, I thought I was tripping out, because I was like... No, it's like,
1: dog? like he, I was hoping that you wouldn't be able to hear it. I'm sorry, everybody. Like, I'm no, trying sorry. to talk it's through like, it, you and he seconds. just... He just keeps going, you know. He's just very passionate about the injury report and the yeah, Packers. He
4: loves and <laughs> talking about injury report. That,
1: that's he's, he's you know he's like yes, play Aaron Jones. What are you doing? No. So, um, no, I mean there's yeah, I mean like basically every receiver except I think Watson, which is exciting. Yeah. Or like Watson actually isn't on the injury report today, which is super nice because he is usually kind of. Um, He usually has a reserve spot on this injury report at this point. But, um, yeah, it's really, really tough when your offense is just so depleted. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Tunyon not here, you know, Dylan not on the injury report. So it's like you still have healthy, able bodies. And, yeah, I don't know, just see spread the ball around. I mean, I'm assuming still, even though there's a lot of receivers on this injury report, that most of them will play. Um, except for Dobbs and Cobb, like you had mentioned, but it there's just there's a lot of opportunity to move the ball around. So focus on run if Aaron Jones can exactly. handle it, and also mix in AJ Dillon and then move the even ball even around even with these Carly receivers. Hill,
4: you know, I mean, depending on Jones, yeah, how, yeah. yeah. So see what? Yeah, exactly. See if Hill can maybe uh, give a little spark to the offense. Who knows? But yeah. Like you because, said, I mean I he it.
1: he's he's another guy who he's he's finally back from the injury yeah. and he's not on this list. So basically, like, look at who's not on this injury report and like give them full go.
4: Because exactly, just give. I them mean, everyone time, is
1: kind of just sporadic injuries on this offense, and I mean, like, you really hope that one play won't take them out or they won't tweak anything. But it's starting to get colder out there too, and then your muscles start to have problems, and then that can cause injuries and just yeah. making sure that they're staying warm on the sideline, obviously. And it's, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and like play doctor. Dr. McKenzie's great. And he, <laughs> he knows what to do, but it's like just those things when it gets colder, like you see more things pop up. Yeah, so hopefully sure. they're able to kind of battle through those too as the season progresses into the winter season. Um. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like anything I say though, like they're not going to do it. And it doesn't even matter <laughs> because I I'll give my input and they'll do the opposite. And then I get frustrated. Exactly. And
4: I mean, all of us who, who have ever thought that we can get close to predicting what the Packers will do at any given time are just we're wasting our time. That's the truth. But we still do it. We still do it and we still get, you know, made to look stupid every week, but it's fun. Um one thing, yeah, but just to agree with your point, I, I think they should go in basically with the game plan they had versus Buffalo and just run the crap out of the ball, whether it's Jones, Dylan, Hill, whatever it is, like you don't have a lot of receivers right now. You want to keep Dallas's offense off the field, exhaust their defense, take up the clock, run the ball. I know I mean we kind of say it every week, but I would say specifically, really over the next few weeks, if you want to try to salvage any part of this season, you gotta wait till you got guys like Cobb back and Dobbs back to even try to get a really good, not a really good, but a, a passable passing offense going until that happens. Like every week, basically, I say just focus, get the run going as much as you could. But, yeah, that, that basically covers everything on the injury report for both the Cowboys and the Packers. We will see over the next 48 hours on the statuses of David Bakhtiari, Mari Rogers, Ezekiel Elliott. So keep an eye out for that. But before we head out, uh, Jen, please, uh, if you don't mind, just tell everyone where they can find you and all of your work. And, um, yeah, just before we head out.
1: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Big Mac underscore four, usually sharing content there. Um, and then every Wednesday over on Game on Wisconsin, I have open book with Eli and Zach. I mean, my it's funny because my family, they're always like, what do you talk about every week now? And I'm like, it's basically just therapy at this point. So <laughs> yeah. hoping, for, hoping that next week we have less injuries to talk about, a win to talk about, just all those good things. And then you can obviously find me here every Saturday morning doing injury report breakdown with Packaday and then sporadic work with Packer report as well. So kind of just all over the place, but yeah, just make sure follow along on my Twitter and you'll be able to see that. And you can also just click the, the link in the bio and that'll bring you to all my work as well.
4: Yeah. As, as always, Jen, Jen is all over the place. So make sure to check out her work and give her a follow on Twitter and uh, our other posts uh, here on uh, the Saturday edition of Packaday, Matt Freilich. Make sure to give him a follow at Matt underscore Frey underscore, and you can find me on Twitter at Book of Eli underscore NFL. And lastly, make sure to follow Packaday Podcasts on Twitter and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Packaday has just been killing it every single day. If you're not listening by now, change that because you got to be listening. And everyone, uh, as Jen said, hopefully we'll be talking about a win next week. But until then, as always, go Paco.